You recording already? Yeah. All right, bet. Hello. Welcome to the episode one of Not the Experts, Not the Experts Special Edition, a spinoff show, if you will. Not, not the, the Experts spinoff. It's going to be Not the Experts News Network in 10. Welcome to Headlines Podcast. I already made the graphic for it, so sorry. <laughs> There's so many letters. There's so many letters. In 10. But we're going to keep it short with in 10. In 10, 10 what? Well, so the original idea was I was going to have 10 headlines for us, too. Oh, that's see, what we go yeah. with, yeah. Oh, yeah. In 10 sounds like in 10 minutes. That's why I got confused. Yeah, it was catchy. Yeah, in 10, not the experts. But I'm saying, news. Yeah, I hope people know we're not going to do it in 10 minutes, right? Because we can't do oh, it no, in no, 10 no. minutes. Oh, no, no, no. No, 10 headlines. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's the yeah. saying it sounds like 10 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, people on the street should understand that. That it's not going to happen. That's not a thing we do. 10-minute shows are not a thing we do. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm Titus. That's Levi. We're here um, with this new show, which I didn't had a name that I didn't know I had a name. Not the Experts News headlines. Yes, yeah. that sounds almost headlines. daily. That sounds almost like a daily show. Yeah, there are ten headlines every day. Well, not I mean, there can ones. be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not, it won't be a daily thing. That was I want to talk about at least. Let's just, let's just start talking about J. Cole's averages in the uh, African Basketball League. Yeah. We do that. I'm done with that. I need I need that on League Pass for sure because I need to watch all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but what's good, bro? I feel like those are going to be blowouts. But, um, yeah, not much, man. What's good with you? Ain't nothing. Vacation's winding down, so I'm fighting off vacation-ending depression. When do you go back? <sighs> Wednesday. Mm. But I'm I'm fake. I'm, I found fake activities to do tomorrow, so uh, that'll be a little better. Yeah, I'm going to act like I care about baseball for two and a half innings to the Braves game. <laughs> Are you going to the Braves game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found I got tickets in the hundreds for like twenty nine. I said, oh, okay, we'll do that. That that works. Oh yeah, that works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't name. I don't even know if. I know the playing Blue Jays. I'm like, Black Girl plays there. Is he playing? I don't know. I don't know if he's healthy or not. It's just it's me. It's me not being home or being yeah. in Lagrange. It's just me being in Atlanta. That's all I really <laughs> care about. That's like just not being here is all I really. I really matters at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's why I am with it. I feel you, bro. But yeah, dog, that's where we at. Um, so Levi, you have curated the headlines. You've gathered the information. Yeah. Have. Uh- the goods, dude. You have the goods, dude. I have the goods, the uh, the tidings, whether good mm-hmm. or bad. Mm-hmm. So what's our first, what are we kicking off at? What's our first headline? Which so, one are we going to? <laughs> our first headline, we're actually going to go outside of sports for this one. Wonderful. I love that. Out. I love when we kick it off with pop culture. So this is from the Wall Street Journal. Melinda Gates was meeting with divorce lawyers since 2019 to end marriage with Bill Gates. And then in the sub headline, the philanthropist had discussions with lawyers in October 2019 around when the Microsoft co-founders ties to Jeffrey Epstein became public. So Titus, what we all were thinking, but none of us said. What were we thinking? 
Oh, I mean, I think a lot of us were thinking this was the root of the cause of the of the I didn't divorce. think anything I didn't think anything about their divorce. I just thought they were getting divorced. I'm like, oh, rich people getting divorced. That sounds all right. I didn't okay. I didn't know anything about yeah, I didn't know Bill Gates knew it. Well, I knew every everybody who has money knew Epstein. So I just I just stopped thinking about it because anyone with money knew Jeffrey Epstein at this point. That's true. Dreams. Well, I mean <laughs> the the big thing was though, and the reason why so many people drew to drew ties back uh you know between bill gates and jeffrey epstein because mm. like you said a bunch of millionaires billionaires had ties to him but the big yeah. sketchy thing was a the figurehead of who it is bill gates he's supposed to be this big philanthropist pretty much leader of the free pretty much leader of the world uh the but anyways the whole big thing was that he still had his this relationship and maintained it after the first time Epstein got in trouble and he still was taking flights back and forth to uh the Epstein Island. So yeah, but apparently this is true. It's in a lot of headlines and there's a lot of good sources behind it. So yeah, Jeffrey Epstein is a big strain in the relationship, as it should have been. And I can hear that, but also conspiracy theory time. That's also an easy play to make to keep the patient the public is on your side. Just be like, oh, it's about Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Super easy. It's an easy stance alert. Easy oh, I, stance alert. When it could have been 2019, because there's so much money to move that you might need two years of lawyers to figure out how to how to separate that bread. Make sure you keep the bread as much bread as possible. Oh, it's yeah. A lot of money involved. In that well, divorce. that's the thing is that um the yeah, the the few headlines or articles I've seen about it is that yeah, this has been in the works for a while. And they were actually gonna make this announcement a few months ago, I believe, mm-hmm. or actually later this month, but they got so fed up with Bill, like pretty much like the whole family when it comes to Melinda and the kids, <clears throat> they're not on Bill's side. Um, they're not big fans of him right now. And there's some issues within the family. So they were supposed to like rent this big island or whatever they were going to uh make this announcement from this big house that they were going to rent with them. And like, it's going to be everybody there except for bill. And it was the announcement was going to be made like May 18th. I want to say I may just be pulling that day out of my butt, but anyway, some, something went down to where they're like, whatever we're announcing it now. So Melinda came out and said, yeah, we're getting a divorce. I do wonder what makes you like be married to someone since 1994. And then also be 55 years old excuse me 56 years old and then finally decide after all those years of marriage yeah i think i'm done i think money changes people and i think that's kind of what happened to mckenzie and jeff bezos as well because i mean they were together in it before he got rich and so money yeah at least money at least money involved got involved with them 94 microsoft was already a thing right by 94 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would say Bill Gates hasn't done all this conspiracy behind like what's gone on between him and his foundation. Like, you know, that's worked out over time. So, I think it could I don't know anything about that. I don't, I don't follow anything about Bill Gates except for the fact that he's always doing something weird. Like, he's always like trying to create something. Yeah. Well, I would say he's like very, the, he's the very old money sketching. Elon Musk. He's very old money Elon Musk. I wouldn't throw them into the, they're kind of the same, but. They both rich and they always doing something random. It's like, just like their life. Yeah. Yeah. 
Shout out to Elon for doing nothing for Dogecoin Saturday night, by the way. Appreciate you, bro. Oh, absolutely nothing for Dogecoin. I wasn't going to throw this in, but I did want to make it. Um, we'll just go ahead and throw this in. Here's the most mm-hmm. non-shocking headline uh, to Elon Musk announces he has Asperger's. I mean, I think we all could have told him that before. I don't know what Asperger's is specifically. But. <clears throat> I mean, it's like a very, it's a type of, uh, I think it's a type of um, autism or whatever. But I mean, it's pretty much like, uh, like you're just, you're more, everybody has a different type of it, but more you're socially awkward. Like uh, you have like, you know, very specific interests and then, you know, you get consumed in those interests. So, I mean, it kind of, it made sense to me because he's very socially awkward uh, and Mm. that dude stays busy. Like he has his hands in so many things. And so I think it, I mean, it takes somebody with that type of mind. And I mean, it's kind of a superpower, you know, like I know some people who have it and they view it as a superpower. And so, yeah, I mean, it it didn't surprise me because I'm like, yeah, I don't think any normal functioning person like, is like is wired like that can do that so <laughs> or yeah, i mean shout out lady one yeah and i think it is a yeah. superpower it's something it's something i give that much <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's next you think he's going to try to divorce the world uh he's yeah. already he's already halfway there him and bezos are in a race for it him bezos and yeah, the walton true. and the walton family they're all in a race for it i'm on elon's side so far, I'm cheering against all of them personally. <laughs> I don't care about your trips to, to Mars. I'm not interested in your trips to Mars. Well, next headline. Mm-hmm. This is brought to us by The Spun. College football world reacts to Johnny Menzel's bold declaration. Have you heard what this bold declaration is? No, he's so far off my radar in life. I just, he's off my radar. I feel like you're going to care about this one and you're going to like it and we're about to have a good debate. So his bold declaration was someone asked him, I don't know who, when or where, who's the most outstanding dual threat quarter college quarterback of all time. And they were asking him this question because of course, I think we expect Johnny Manziel to put himself into the race and Johnny Manziel declared Lamar Jackson, the best dual threat QB of all time. In college, I won't disagree with that. I won't disagree with that at all. Lamar Jackson, I thought you would fully agree with this. Lamar Jackson was so good. I mean, because I was thinking about Vic, Vic always comes into my mind. That is true, you know. So, um, but yeah, uh, Bobby Petrino, he he was so good. Lamar that's so good. Bobby Petrino, um, lasted all of three days after he got after he left and was like they were like oh you're not good at this you're actually not good at this okay cool (laughs) like after two years and people forget that um because that team was so bad that the second year Lamar Jackson's numbers like in terms of passing and yards were pretty much equal to his Heisman year Mm -hmm. if not better he was ridiculous those years he was he took Clemson to the he took Clemson to the brink we had no business taking Clemson to the brink like that no no business Lamar was ridiculous in college he put up (laughs) 75 points on Florida State that one time yeah, back when they were still kind of Florida State. Yeah, you you watched I, a lot more college Lamar than I ever did. Mm-hmm. I was never unimpressed with Lamar Jackson, but of course there was a lot of those. Hey, I just saw Teddy Bridgewater come out. He, two totally different style players, but um, yes, terrible comparison. I and saw, different coaches. Who was was that strong? strong. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Mm. Then maybe it's not <laughs> as fair of a comparison because I just saw like Teddy Bridgewater 
you know, killing everybody in that league. And look, we're, we're not, not all pointing to the A-10 or the American as NFL talent, you know, uh, a peach tree dish of NFL talent. So it was just me, like, this is a freaking Big Ten SEC-like type player, you know, QB, who's really good and dynamic and just tearing up weaker opponents. So in my he opinion, was in AC, He was in ACC at that point. Lamar's in the ACC, though. Louisville was ACC. I'm pretty sure because they played Clemson, Florida State. They played yeah, like, I mean, ACC, a- too. I mean, I'm not touting them as high oh, competition. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, look, I would okay. put Lamar top five. I, You threw out Vic, and I totally forgot about Vic, so I would put Vic mm-hmm. probably at number one. But I would say Johnny Manziel was being a little modest, and this is probably me being biased as an Alabama fan and watching him absolutely He's not far. on the list. Who? Johnny Manziel is on, on the list. list? No. God, no. He's not on the list. <laughs> oh, my God. I put Tebow on the list before I put Johnny Manziel on the list. And I don't – you know how I feel about Tebow in his no, entire dude. career. Johnny Manziel's up there, dude. When, when I watched him carve up Alabama two years in a row, uh, and I was praying for a broken leg every time he snapped that ball because I knew it was the only way we were going to beat him. That's, I mean, he that dude gave me headaches and sweats in places I've never sweated before. That's personal headaches, though. That's not like he wasn't. Well, this is my personal record book. <laughs> okay, yeah, but no, he's not in the conversation top five at all. Well, I'm going to hear who the rest of your top five is. If I had time to prepare this list, um, Lamar will be there, Vic, Vince Young is there, come on, listen, uh, Tebow will be there. I'll put Tebow there just off the, I mean, unless I don't care about Tim Tebow, which we'll get into that later, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, he was he was incredible. He, you know, he did a lot of things in college. Yeah. And fifth, uh, I'm missing somebody. I need to go back further because I'm missing somebody. I just don't see how you um, don't put Johnny Manziel up there. Because he wasn't that good, bro. He ain't breaking no records. What rushing records did he break? He didn't? Rushing? No. I don't believe so. Maybe all the SEC records. I don't well, think Manziel Let me pull up Johnny Manziel's stats. What kind of run? What kind of memorable runs did Johnny Manziel have in college? Beating Alabama. Like, <laughs> no, I'm talking about like actual runs, like physical runs, like him taking off and doing something impressive running. Okay, well, I would say uh, then if we're going to slide him over into the improviser category, then I would say Johnny Manziel is probably the all-time best improvising quarterback. Johnny Manziel is not all-time because, best anything in football. He's not the all-time best anything in college football. He's, not, he's the all-time best Texas a quarterback. So you wouldn't even That's put him top five an improviser? No. I would put Johnny top five anything. He was cool. Johnny, no. Johnny was, no. I think you're forgetting, no. like, the no. ridiculous stuff he did, like, when – when he was playing, dude, he ran in a circle and threw it up to Mike Evans. Whoop! Well, he did have Mike Evans there. <laughs> like, that that is true. Yeah, like he was cool. He was a cool quarterback. But I don't have Manziel being top anything. I, I just don't. And he was okay. fun. Like I enjoyed it. He's not in my top. Oh, Cam Newton. I'm sorry, Cam. I forgot Cam. Cam's on the oh, yeah. dual threat quarterback list yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was missing. I might kick T-Ball off and put Cam above him, actually, low-key. But Take who off? I might push T-Ball off and put Cam above him. That's true. Okay, Manziel did have a 3,000 to 1,000 year. Yeah, you're, you're looking at his stats? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 2013 year, he, had three, he went 3,000 and uh, 1,000. He did not the second year. 
he did not approach that at all, actually. Oh, he went 4,750. Yeah. But he only and, had nine rushing touchdowns. He had 21 rushing touchdowns in 2012. That makes it to nine in 2013. So, Good old Manziel. <laughs> no. Oh. Whatever. I'm I'm sure we'll no, no, get no. back to this eventually. Yeah, when I when, when I think of a better shows. list and I'm not freestyling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have a better a better a better um uh list for you. Would you count McNabb as a dual threat? Because he ran quite a bit in Syrac at Syracuse. He did, but Syracuse like so far off my off my resume. Off my like thought process, I don't really know. The my only Syracuse Diamond Nav highlight is that time he like broke his leg and they carried him to the uh play. Mm. <laughs> you remember the you know, talking about? Like he missed he like broke his leg something and they like or he like tore something and they like picked him up after he threw the ball and took him to oh, the next yeah, to yeah, the that's first right. down. I think I saw that's that. the only highlight I know from Syracuse, <laughs> yeah. Oh look, I found a bleacher report article because we there's bleach report list for everything. What was it say? Okay. Oh, this, is it say? this is just recruits. This this is just recruits. Um, so. But yeah, we'll go through I hate it. That. Johnny Manziel got an honorable mention. Yeah. Oh, we got an honorable mention. He who's, didn't make the list. Who's the recruit? Yeah, he didn't make the list. Um, let me go back. I, I, I bet there's some we um, never even heard of. It's top twelve. Tyrod Taylor. I forgot Tyrod Taylor was pretty nasty. Cam Cam RG three. Wow. Yeah. No. Why is Jameis on this list? That seems racist. No, yeah, um, he's not dual threat. <laughs> no. Braxton Miller, Michael, who was Michael Bush? Michael. Bush. Oh, he became a running back. This why it's recruited. Okay, I was about to say he was a college. running back. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that person just was just doing things. Yo, I totally forgot RG three. That's why I need time to make this list because I, I. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Johnny beat him out in the Heisman? Did the. No, RG3 won the Heisman. No. Yeah. Yeah, RG3 won the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RG3 definitely got a Heisman. Uh, I'm trying to find just a solid. Oh, Saturday's down south. Let's see the SEC list. Is this just. Okay, this is the SEC quarterbacks the last decade. This was five years ago. So this okay. is just the SEC quarterbacks. Nick Marshall, number five. Dak Prescott, number four. Johnny got third. For the SEC, okay. Cam got second and Tebow got first. I would put Cam above Tebow, but it's fine. And I don't feel like arguing about that. That's fine. I think with but Tebow, yeah. a lot of people t- aren't going to argue against what two Heisman's and two national championships. One Heisman. Oh, just one Heisman. Yeah, one Heisman and one national championship. Two national championships. Is really only one that got one I thought he won. Yes. Two. No one. There's only been one person that won two Heisman's. Pretty sure. Yeah, one guy got two Heisman's. So that is true. Yeah. Yeah, he got the Heisman at 07. And then he was the finals next year for whatever reason, but he didn't win it. Okay. Yeah. Um, here we go. They wanted him to win two Heisman's. I'm so, I hate this. Can we get into the Tebow headline now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the, the Tebow, Tebow era was the worst thing in the history of football for me. Yeah, I stopped too. liking football for like a good period of time after that because of the Tebow situation. Like I just I think my, my like normal disdain as a human being happened because of the, what people did with Tim Tebow and the nonsense that was spouted. And this man will not leave my life. He just won't leave it. Well, a tight end, bro. <laughs> a tight end? 
yeah, at 34? So according to ESPN, I'm sorry, Jacksonville ESPN. Jaguars are expected to, to sign Tim Tebow as a tight end. Like, for who, bro? Who does it? What do you gain from this? Like, Dude, Tim, are fans going to flock to watch him play tight end? You know what they gain at, from this? Preseason? Not having to lie to their What's spouses. That? Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow not having to lie to their spouses anymore what they're doing or where they're going when they're going to meet up with each other late at night. So now they're, they can go to – they can say, oh, yeah, I'm going to the facility to go train. They'll actually do that. Or at least he's actually going to the facility now. Are you saying Tebow is lying to the spouse before? I'm just saying there's something weird going on with the Urban Meyer-Tim Tebow relationship. That's all I'm saying. I don't like the direction you went in with this. I don't like the right. you <laughs> just, you That's the direction the I've had since uh, Tebow was it. in Florida. <laughs> you derailed everything with that. I just want them to get a room. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just Tim Tebow, Urban Meyer privilege. It's knowing the head coach privilege. I'm so over this. Like, why do you want to do something else with his life, bro? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you become a tight end when you should have been one? You should have tried to be one. You probably couldn't have done it then either. But I'm just saying, like, why are you? Why is he still here? Look, I mean, why? I, really don't, I really don't blame Tim Tebow for – and I'm not surprised that he's taking a stab at this because if you have the opportunity to do it, why not do it? And I'm pretty sure this dude – 34 years old, that's why. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure this dude looks at every single day and tries to ask or figure out what went wrong. Why is he still not in the NFL? What should he have figure, different – I'm not having sympathy for this. Yeah, figure that out. Yeah, he's 34. You are too grown to not understand self-awareness. I'm sorry. Self-awareness <laughs> has kicked in at some point. Um, so personal responsibility has to take place, dog. You are 34. What, and you so pray what are you a lot. Blaming, what are you blaming? And you pray a lot. What are you, you blaming him you, for? If you needed answers to why you're not in the NFL, you should ask God. Maybe you know, God, maybe God told him to do this. Maybe this is the don't, God thing. Maybe, maybe Tim Tebow is about to be one of the best tight ends we've ever seen, and we don't even At know 34 it. years old. God, all things are possible. All right, Mar- and Mar- Mar- come back and win. Marvis will come back and win a championship at Texas Tech. Like, if that's what we're doing, if these are things that can happen. Wait, who's gonna win? <laughs> Mark Rick, Mark Rick, that's what's gonna happen. Wait, he's going to Texas Tech. No, I'm just saying this. Oh. He might as well. And oh. there are possibilities. Oh, I thought putting, we were breaking yeah. news here. Yeah, no, this is just ridiculous. It's already. I'm tired of Tebow just existing in the football world. Like, go. Do something else. You try to do baseball, and you just somehow realize that the Mets use him for ticket sales. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, wrong to not understand what this is. I'm sorry. So, do you think this is going to be all right? Sideshow. Now, okay. Not let's step away from looking in through Tim Tebow's lenses, and now let's look through the Jag Jaguars lenses. Do you think this is a good move for them? Do you think it's going to be detrimental? Is it going to be helpful? it literally means nothing. Well, it does like mean nothing because camp, he's just getting signed. It doesn't mean he's going to make the team. Yeah. He's going to go to camp, be terrible. And I'm going to make fun of the Jaguars. See, this is the problem. See, this is my thing with the Jaguars. You're trying to be the friend. You're trying to change the image of your little sorry franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be the next thing. You got the number one pick, you know, you got your quarterback in there that you've been, you know, you tanked for, you were sorry for, you got all that. But in the midst of trying to change your image to be like a team that actually, you know, people want to take seriously, you do some nonsense. 
Mm-hmm. Go do some cock. Go with this cockamamie idea. Let's get Tebow. Bring it back home to, to Florida. Like for this is just stupid. You're just wasting everyone's time. You're wasting your players' time. Your players don't. Do you think anyone's roster is happy to see some Tebow? Like anyone's like thinking anything of this? Well, I, besides I, I the would, fact that I'm gonna light him up in camp and make I'm, and embarrass him. Besides I'm sure that, there are a few players that may be happy about it or don't mind it, but I know and I think it is a fact that not every player is happy with it. No, there shouldn't be. And there should but you know what? You know what? I think about it. You know what's it makes it even funnier? Do you remember like when the Tebow Mania was happening? He was being a terrible quarterback, people had all excuses in the world for him. Yeah. Um, do you remember people like he's not a good practice player? Remember people saying he wasn't good at practice? Mm-hmm. He wasn't a good practice player. He was a, he was a gamer. Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna be a good practice player at a new position? You want a good practice player at your position you worked your whole life at? Well, maybe the whole time he was practicing the wrong position. Mm, but now, so now he's gonna be a good practice player at something he doesn't know how to do. Learn some route trees. Yeah. Figure yep. out what's going on. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to this. This I I pray this doesn't make it to the regular season. And I'll see him on the field because I'm just mm-hmm. gonna be over it. I'm gonna be so over it. Oh, I'm, I can wait. Oh, Jacksonville, because I want to see how it folds. I can wait to see Jacksonville win four games a year and be back being miserable <laughs> as a franchise because I'm over, I'm sick of them already. They had they had a brief window of me not wanting them to fail, but the window came right back. I want them to fail now. Mm-hmm. It's it's back. Well, Tom Collins would never have done this. I got a lot of things about Tom Collins. No, like he would he never yeah. have done something this stupid at no. all. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He probably would have uh, made Tim Tebow to pay a fine before he could even enter the facility and ask him the question. Exactly. <laughs> you know what would have made this not happen, Levi? You know what would have made this not happen? What's up? Relegation. Yeah. Ain't nobody I'm signing no Tim Tebow when you can get relegated out the league. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't have been happening. But we yeah. all got rele- relegation. You get to be as sorry as you want to be. Yeah. And now we are here with, with Tim Tebow back. Bring okay. relegation back. I, I would make arguments. I think I want relegated <laughs> in football and basketball alike. I would make the argument he would still exist in relegation. He would just be signed to one of the relegated teams. Who knows? They don't really have a chance of making it up. So uh, yeah, and they need to put some butts in the seats. One of the, no, he would be. Um, have you watched Ted Lasso? No, not yet. Okay. Well, the premise of Ted Lasso basically is like a woman who a spiteful owner who she divorced her husband and takes control of this terrible team. Mm-hmm. And she hires said last of this American like high school football coach to be this coach of the soccer franchise. So he can tank the franchise. Ah. That's what had, that's what Tebow would be. He would be uh-huh. hired as some relegated teams, head coach mm-hmm. to just watch the franchise go into the tank. Mm-hmm. But then like Ted Lasso, he would accidentally win some games, even mm-hmm. though. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you can't fire him because it's just the charm is there. That's what Tebow, Tebow will be Ted Lasso. Okay. I like that. I like that theory. But as you were saying it, some I had a theory just pop into my head. Will you do a little research for me or do me a favor? Has Tim Tebow turned 34 yet? I know we've been saying 34, but I know in these headlines it's been he's about to be 34 or just turned 34. Timothy Richard Tebow has... He turns 34 in August. Ah, Titus. Tell me, Mr. PK, what age did Jesus die? I'm not doing this with you. I'm not, I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> I'm not. 
the second coming tadis it's the second coming of tebow everything's lining up urban meyer coming in the old uh you know jedi master and the padawan now jedi jedi master just went to the padawan's home hometown to go coach the hometown team and now the once padawan is now a jedi he's coming home as a tight end can you become a jedi if you if you change positions though like this is like going from being a jedi being from Hmm. a padawan to being just like one of the rebels in the ships Mm. like (laughs) Like oh you're back you got the lightsaber now I lost the force bro I lost the force I'm I'm getting I'm hopping this ship though yeah I'm hopping this ship well I mean I think I don't know man I think it's pretty good theory and then you got sunshine there um so yeah I mean I think those are going to be some pretty riveting Bible studies or team devotions on Wednesday nights if he makes the team and that's the other I feel thing, like he's right? going to be a locker people room like, guy. they're going to give it people to him. like. How can you be a locker room guy if you suck at your position? What do you? What kind of example are you setting? You're terrible. You yeah. can't tell me anything. You're yeah. awful. You only get to be awful. You only get to be awful at football if you're a head coach. But did that you have to be smart at being a head coach? Did that stop Rudy from being a locker room guy though? I've never seen any Rudy. <laughs> you're missing. I've never seen Rudy, but it doesn't seem like Rudy was a locker room guy. Yeah, that's what I, he was like. Undersized and and yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean anybody in the locker room liked him, but he was a locker room that's, guy. He said all the locker fair. room guy things and did all the locker that's room fair. guy things. Yeah, that's fair. If he makes this roster and finishes a game with one catch, zero block, zero pancake blocks, and like nothing else, mm-hmm. and he gets to do like a press conference, you know how annoying people are going to be with him. Oh, yeah. The one thing What's going to happen is, though? Tebow's not going to turn the spotlight down. No, he's not. He's a very, like, he's a, he's, Quote, he's humble, mm-hmm. but Tebow loves that spotlight. For mm-hmm. sure he loves that spotlight. He's not going to be like, nah, y'all shouldn't give the attention to me. Y'all should throw it over there. He's not going to do any of that. Yeah. So he's just going to accept it. I can wait till they try and run a trick play and he throws an interception. <laughs> you think it's throwing motion change? You think it's throwing motion change? He's still doing the the seven-second. Oh, the wind-up? the up? back of his, yeah, the seven-second wind-up. I don't know. I mean, he's, I don't know. I never saw him throw a baseball, so that could be a good. Uh, Either I saw him strike out yeah. a few times, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all I saw was. I, he didn't. That. They didn't do any. There were no. There were no Tim Tebow fielding highlights, were there? There were no, no fielding highlights. Tim Tebow. Maybe he was a DH. It. Never saw one. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just a <laughs> DH. They had the DH in the minors. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. maybe. I, I, yeah, I feel like it. Maybe the um. Maybe in Triple A. He was in Double A, right? Yeah. yeah, he was in double A. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought it'd take what he can get over down there. I think he made it to triple A for like a week. <laughs> Did he? Okay, you might be right. Maybe they were short right. on the roster or something. Had yeah, you, might, you might be on to something. You might yeah. be on to something. But, hey. I thought about Stephen A. commentating on, on that one at bat that Tim Tebow had. Yeah. Stephen A. Yeah. All right, this is too much Tim Tebow talk. I'm sorry. Next headline. Oh, let, me, let me just throw one. How perfect yeah. would it be though if, um, say, the Jags did make it to the Super Bowl? Tim Tebow mm-hmm. made the roster, but he hadn't seen the field all year. But it's fourth quarter, a few seconds left. Jags are down on the two, three yard line. They got a score touchdown to win it all, and Tebow's on the other end of a Tebow pass, of a Tebow jump pass, of a, a really Trevor funny. to Tebow. Yeah, I didn't think about that reality. Yeah, 
<laughs> everything about that reality. I just remember the other thing that happened in the Tipsy Vote era. Do you remember? Um, uh, do you remember when um, he was there, or when he had that game against Pittsburgh in the playoffs? And they were like, "Oh my God, he threw three hundred sixteen yards." It's it's Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that? Well, I mean, yeah, because I thought Jesus was the only way he was able to do that. So, yeah, that's why I thought it was Jesus Titus. And I think that's why a lot of us thought it was. It was just a miracle he even touched 200 yards. So it had to be I Jesus. I couldn't stand it. I really couldn't stand y'all. Oh, this is funny. I'm sorry. I got a quick prize pick thing. So I did oh, yeah, I did a, the um, I did the power play and then I did a flex mm-hmm. with the same bet. Um, but on the power play, the line for us was 27 and a half at first. And when I did the flex play, his line went up to 28 and a half. So I made it on one and missed it on the second. <laughs> Dang, dude. Well, they must do that if you bet them twice because my, um, wait, you're still going to get it though. It's a push. Oh, word. Okay. Bet. Yeah. yeah. Cause bet. I bet it at on a flex 27 and a half. And yeah, I got it with 28. Okay, bet. Yeah, so that works then. Yeah, I need Valencia. Yeah, I think they because everybody else is lying. I, I literally did all three picks that I sent you. I did all three on both on both sides because after I texted you, my friends texted me and I was like, uh, bro, do the flex with that. I was like, all right, bet. So I did that. I put a little lesson to that, but it's good. Strategy. Um, yeah, but yeah, so like, yeah, the next time I went up, everybody else in line stayed the same, bottom line and Lonzo's line. So I wonder if people were betting. I wonder if Russ's bets went up because Bill went out. Oh probably. yeah, I'm sure a lot of people jumped on. His line it. probably, yeah, his line probably moved yeah. a lot. So that's the only reason why but I yeah. jumped on it. And two, they're playing the yeah. Hawks, not strong defensively, yeah. especially if it's going. Yo, the Hawks. Hard, quick thing about the Hawks, they seem to be a second half team. They are, like based on the Suns game that I saw, and then this mm-hmm. game because they kind of started running the Wizards out there in the second half too. But then yeah. the Wizards came back and got back into it, and apparently Russ missed the game winner. Um, oh, they really? took. He barely missed the game winner, I think. I haven't watched it, but that's what the headline said. He barely, he just missed it. Mm. But they rematched on national TV on Wednesday night, so that's lit. I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the. That's one cool thing about COVID schedule is that you get to see like if teams play a good game, you get to watch it the next time. I'm like, oh, I gotta catch it next time, and maybe they'll do it again. Oh yeah. <laughs> Instead of waiting for like three months, it's like oh, they're gonna get right back yeah. to it. <laughs> but yeah, next headline. Staying in basketball, Celtics. Oops. Oh, CBS Sports. Celtics Jalen Brown out for season with torn ligament and left wrist. Team announces Monday. Few out. Throw that Boston season in the trash, dog. Yeah, I mean it was already in the trash, dude. But it now was. It's, uh, it, now yeah, it's, it's in the garbage disposal. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's definitely about to get crunched up. It's for sure about to get crunched up. I do have a, I do have a something for you on this though. So okay. I'm browsing Reddit like I do, you know, trying to see fans' tears. You know, I, I you know, I feed off like fans' tears. Yeah. Like Dan Leptart feeds off like people's sad life stories. Yes. I feed off the tears. I feed off the tears of fan of sad fan bases <laughs> okay. on Reddit. Um, but check this out. Tatum, Brown, Kimba, and Smart played 350 minutes together last playoffs. They only played 292 minutes together this entire season. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. And you and I are like two people who are very hard on Brad Stevens mm-hmm. um, and the Celtics in general, but like it went south for them in ways that they couldn't predict so i think i want to back off just a little bit yeah and it gets where they had 32 different starting lineups in six in the first 64 games mm-hmm. 32, 64 
That's half. It's literal half. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that's a crazy. Those are your four core guys, and I think the problem going forward is Kemba's not gonna get healthier because he's thirty and six one, excuse me, six one mm-hmm. with a knee issue mm-hmm. that seems to not be going away. Um, they're gonna be in a weird spot. They're yeah. gonna be a weird spot going forward. Danny Ainge gonna actually actually do some GMing besides just you know bargain hunting. I was talking about Danny Ainge earlier or yesterday, and I'm like, Danny Ainge only wants he he only shops in the clearance section, right? He'll he'll splurge on like one item, like he'll splurge on the Kimba, but the rest of the thing, he's only shopping like when t- trades are out there, he's only shopping on like the last the the last rack, mm-hmm. like the two dollar bin. Where like, oh, there's no pot. If this goes wrong, I don't lose anything. Mm-hmm. But it's not, he's very risk averse, right? Like he went and got he thought the Evan Fournier thing was gonna be the move. Like, oh, Evan Fournier. Ooh, ooh, well, ooh. Evan Fournier actually has been a really good addition for the team and hasn't. I think he's had 25 plus points the last three, four years. It's nice, but when you've been in the when they the thing with Danny that annoys me is he's had that team in the talks for literally every disgruntled star on the planet. Mm-hmm. And has gotten zero of them. Except Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And that's Kyrie literally was just like, I want to go to Boston. And you know, he was in his flip that. But like every other guy, Kawhi, he was on, Kawhi was rumored to go there. Didn't get mm-hmm. it. Didn't make a move. Paul George wouldn't make a move. AD wouldn't make a move. Um, and it's just like, yo, you're gonna do at some point. You got if you really want to get this team to be a champion, you're gonna have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And that's the other issue that I think they ran into is that like their timeline got excelled because of that fake year where they made the uh, conference finals. Mm-hmm. When they, you know, in that terrible Eastern Conference where LeBron drugged that four seed through yeah. that. Got off East. Like, I think that threw off their timeline. It's like, oh, our young guy, but it's like you got young guys ready to go. You got Hayward and Kyrie. Hayward and Kanye be no fifth option. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they had to leave. Like Hayward's doing good now. People are like, oh, it doesn't look good. Like Hayward wasn't gonna be comfortable there because that team runs through Tatum and Brown. Mm-hmm. And also, like, in spite of the minutes thing, I don't think Tatum and Brown are still 23, 24 years old, right? There's a level of maturity they don't have yet. That they might have like they might have the experience, but there's still a level they gotta get to out things. So I think we should just lower the expectations on Boston going forward and have them just like <clears throat> yeah, maybe a couple more years. I I think what you're saying is fair. I think you're especially right about the whole expectations being sped up on the timeline. It kind of reminds me of a couple of different teams, one outside of the NBA. It reminds me of the Atlanta Falcons, really, because I feel like the Falcons, even though we were on the up, the year we went to the Super Bowl, nobody expected us to go to the Super Bowl. But we all had the view of, oh, in a few more years, we're going to get there. Like We had a really promising team, pretty mixed, young, old. But um, right. I so I think that Super Bowl run, that was just miraculous and crazy. That sped up a lot of expectations. So – I think that really does a lot on the psyche and the mental of the team. And I really yeah. don't know if they're going to come back from this and to compare them to an NBA team would be the Oklahoma city thunder with Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. They were so close so many times, um, but they were just really young. And I think expectations, you know, I mean, once you get to it and you're almost there and you almost have it, it's really hard to come back from that. Yeah, and I still with OKC, it's still the greatest what if what would happen if they didn't trade Harden immediately after that season. Yeah. Like you just made the final and they trade Harden like before the next season started. It's that's the always gonna be the what if with them and and the Thunder. But yeah, like being a young team, they try to play a game where they want to have the youth movement and the vets at the same time. 
But then the youth guys made the finals without the vets. All the vets were hurt, and they made mm-hmm. the conference finals without y'all. I was like, we need y'all? Like, yeah. what, what, how is this going to work? Because I remember that next year, people were like, oh, Boston's going to get Kyrie and Gordon Hayward back. It's going to be great. I was, I remember arguing with the Boston fan about this. Shout out to my dad. David, you my guy. But I remember arguing with him about this, right? He's a, he's a Celtics fan. And I was like, I was like, bro, I don't think this is going to work chemistry-wise because those dudes made the finals without Kyrie and Gordon. They're going to want the ball more. Yeah. Kyrie ain't trying. Kyrie is a ball guy. And um, you know what he said to me? You know what he tried to say to me? He's like, oh, the Warriors work it out. I'm like, do you not understand how rare that is for that to work, though? Like, that, mm-hmm. is, not a, that is not a normal thing. The normal human mentality is not the one of unselfishness like that in, that yeah. sport, in the sport like that. You know, everybody wants to wants to do that thing. The Warriors, just, they're a special case. You can't build – you can't try and build your friends off of what they did because those guys just fit perfectly personality-wise. Yeah. This was more like, I'm 21. I, I've just made the conference finals. You can't tell me anything on this planet. There's mm-hmm. not a single word you can say to me. Jay Tatum was 13 years old. He was so young. Yeah, <laughs> they made the conference finals, you know. But uh, I want to see. I, I I am interested in them going forward with the direction they got to say because I think you got to do something with Kemba. And I think we found out last offseason there's no untradeable contract in the NBA. Yeah, every, we did. <laughs> every contract is tradable, so I do wonder what direction they go in going forward. But they got to just. It's too, it, it sucks that it's too late for them to not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So so you think they do need to make a move in the offseason? It's not just, yeah, I think they got oh, they need they another season a, being healthy. Yeah. I think they got to yeah. go in a solid direction because the Kimba thing is not going to work out. And mm-hmm. Tatum and Brown, I think there's another level for Brown to get to. There's another level Tatum to get to as well, but Tatum's got to, like, accept being a smarter player all the time. Yeah. Because he's so good, but he makes he takes so many shots that annoy me. So- I he think it annoys me so much. So <laughs> and you, I like him, but you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Just... <laughs> no, you I know you like him. You're not that's not um that's not I like Brown. Really, you I say. like Brown. No, I like Brown. I don't like I like Tatum's game. I, I like Jalen Brown. Oh, okay. Jalen Brown's the George guy. Tatum well, annoys me, but I respect him. You've been on the you like Tatum step back just just yeah. destroys my life. <laughs> <laughs> like why, bro? It's a one point yeah. game. You don't have to do it. I, so I think um, you're not on the this bandwagon any, anymore, but you were on it before I was. But uh, the whole, you know, get rid of Brad Stevens or yes. you need to do something yes. new. So yes. I was late getting on this bandwagon. I mean, I've only been there for the past month or two, maybe. <laughs> and yeah. I'm staying on it just because I think whether this team was healthy or not, it's really not changing much just because – I think it's been the same story every freaking game. A, they play down to the level of their opponent, it seems like. They're they're like the Georgia Bulldogs of the NBA right now. And then, two, they get themselves in such a hole in the, the first, second quarter to where yeah. it's so hard to come back. And the reason behind that is because it just seems like that team is not disciplined at all. And it, there's not much of a scheme except for, I feel like, Brad Stevens is just more about spacing and rotations – but, I mean, they just make, in my opinion, they take terrible shots. They have too many turnovers. And, like, they, they just don't care, it seems like, in the first half. They're just there. And then in the second half, that's when they'll pick up and get serious about it. It seems like that's the story every game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree. And I think, like – So it needs to be a culture said, change give, from the head coach, starting with the head yeah, coach. Yeah, I want to give Brad – like I said, I want to give the context what I said. Like, maybe it was a tough year for him, but at the same time, like, sometimes you just need a new voice, bro. It's not necessarily yeah, true bad coach. No. 
but sometimes the voice the voice needs to change. Yeah, especially and, in the NBA, like guys I tune out. Like especially in the NBA, like at certain yeah. points, it's like we got to move on. We got to go somewhere else. Exactly. And me, I mean, I've always been high on Brad Stevens. I think he is a good yeah. coach, and I think yeah. he could probably work at some NBA team. It needs to be a team, a team sure. kind of suited for him, though, and type yeah. of players. But um, college or NBA, he could be successful. But you know what? I wouldn't hate seeing him with the Kings. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a step up from Luke Walton, but anybody's really uh, yeah, a step up yeah. And I think that. that's that's a young team with some guys that kind of some guys need direction there. Yeah, you know, I think it could help him out a lot. So I think um, um and two Brad Brad Stevens is just a very low energy guy and I think right now the Celtics need a high energy person to I mean just to I don't know what because I just think they're undisciplined like just in the way they play really yeah. that's what hurts them the most yeah it's like I think that I think when your best player is a scorer who like is kind of a in that like ISO hardened. Mm-hmm build a little bit you know what i'm saying that kind of kobe like i'm gonna go get buckets it's hard to build a team around that for one and also like because i mean on paper the team the ideal team they had is pretty nasty right yeah yeah no like, it's i thought dude yeah, i thought they were yeah. gonna run the east bro like after right, that right uh you know eastern conference finals yeah. i thought they were done i mean that was it do you think the change needs to start at brad or should it go higher up to danny so I think but Danny's been there longer and he's not, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm okay with Danny staying just because I don't really blame Danny Ainge that much because I don't think, I think it's, I think it says more about him that he's actually been in talks with all these players. Like you, I think we kind of view it differently as in, Oh, he's been in talk with all these players and couldn't grab one of them. And I would say, oh, most of these GMs aren't constantly going after these guys or at least talking to them. And maybe, I mean, with Kawhi, I wouldn't believe that Kawhi, we, we had no idea what Kawhi was going to do. And that could have been all a smokescreen. Like, and I think a lot of these superstars too, you know, I mean, they gave him the talk, but really at the end of the day is if they're really interested. So maybe he knows some stuff that we don't, um, I mean, when it, but when it comes to, talent acquisition and drafting players really too. I mean, he's been good. So I don't know if you have to, but maybe, I mean, if you really want to do a yeah, full person to a full culture, yeah. change, then maybe yeah. stop, start from the top. I think at some time, at some point he's got to go out in the GM and he's been there. God, he's been there a long time. Mm-hmm. Cause he was there in 08 and when they won those championships and that's those almost, years, that's almost 20 years ago. You said what? Were those his first few years there? I want to say yes, but that's a guess. Um, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Oh, Danny's middle name is Ray Daniel Ray Ainge. That's his name. That's my favorite thing about Wikipedia is like hmm. learning people's full name. Yeah, Daniel Ray, Doctor yeah. Ainge. Okay, he was executive. He was hired executive director of basketball operations in two thousand. Three, so okay. been there for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like a very long time. I think yeah. at some point it might need might change scenery there. You know, yeah. Because he only got. Let's be real, bro. Danny's got one championship. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Got one title. The storied Celtics. Not by myself, friend. The storied Celtics who think they are the end all be all basketball discussions mm-hmm. got one championship in the last thirty years. 
Let's talk about it, Boston. Let's talk about it. Y'all really don't matter in this era of basketball. You haven't been that. Y'all really haven't mattered like that. That didn't have anything to do with nothing. But, you know, I just had to get that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just pissing off fan bases at this point. I got it. I got it. Um, over Mother's Day weekend, quick story. Remember, you remember last week when I ran, when I raided railed against the Packers? Yeah. And I said, my cousin Kelly is a Packers fan. She was at the Mother's Day celebration this weekend. Mm. So I, I did I did hear about that. Mm. I heard about that rant. The funny part was, oh, it, it was it's the funny part was Sean, her, her husband sent it to me. My cousin, like he said, oh, he, really? said he was like, Hey, here you go. Just send it right to her. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, You 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 said some mean things about my Packers. <laughs> It's not it's like you. I knew that. I said it wasn't about the Packers. It's about what they did to Aaron. I love y'all. I love Aaron. So what y'all did to him? Oh, it's not- oh. Well, Aaron's <laughs> in the headlines. Aaron's in the headlines. We get to it. We will get to it. Yeah. yeah. So I was one point. I'm just, now. I'm just trying to make fan bases mad at this point. That's my yeah. new thing. I just want to piss off fan base. See if I get. See if I get in trouble about it. Wait. <laughs> that, that's a new thing, though. I thought that's like what you're here for always. Yeah, but I'm embracing it more now. Yeah. I'm just leading into it more. I guess. Well, uh, we're going to take a short break because Levi has to pee, but we'll be right back with more headlines. All right, and we're back. So, Titus. Welcome back. What's happening? You ready for this next headline? I'm ready for the next headline, bro. Talk to me. All right, let's see. Um, Let's see if you've heard this. So, according to... Some local news channel, Fox 61. U-Hart, which is the University of Hartford, softball team covers school name on jerseys after division drop decision. Have you seen this? It was no, a no, little bit on happened? Twitter. Yeah, so it was no. a picture of um, the University of Hartford uh, girls softball team. And so they pretty much put, like, they took a team photo out on the field, mm-hmm. but they took black duct tape and blacked out the Hartford on their jerseys and they're doing this I guess in protest because the school is dropping from division one to division three Hartford was in division one of something yeah the yeah like d1 double a I guess oh okay okay yeah interesting yeah but I mean I think you raised a very good question as in (laughs) Hartford was d1 because I didn't know that either I thought they were like d2 um, it sounds moment. D two, bro. Exactly. It sounds like it sounds like where Bill Belichick is gonna find his next wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. But okay, they're not even going down to D two. They're dropping from D one to D three. So That's a precipitous drop. It is a precipitous drop. They're not the first to do it though. Um, me being an alum from a D three school, we mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. have some schools in mm-hmm. our conference, or we would play on the regular. Um, that were former D1 schools. Uh, there were smaller D1 yeah. schools that have dropped yeah. to D3. Um, so they're citing, I haven't been able to read much up on it. I've mainly like just read people's comments. Mm-hmm. But of course, I think the main reason why they're dropping is because of student level. And then, you know, the t- student body, I think the numbers have dropped a little mm-hmm. bit or precipitously. And so along with that, because you're not getting as many students, your money's kind of dropping too. So that's the reason why they're reclassifying. Now, I don't know exactly why, like the softball team, for instance, is protesting this move. And 
I saw a headline too where the basketball team is like signing or collecting signatures uh, for a petition because this literally does not affect any current Hartford student athletes right now. They will drop from D1 to D3 beginning in 2025 after all these students have graduated. So for those who don't know, and the reason why I would think they were you know, protesting this is because you would think, okay, if they're making this move to next year, then yeah, all these students are about to lose their scholarships because you don't get athletic scholarships in division three. Um, it's not permitted, but they're not affected by any of this. So I had no idea why they're protesting this. And I thought it was interesting and it was trending. So, well, I think they're thinking about their future kids that go there. Um, so the men, the men made the first March Madness appearance this year. Oh, really? That's what this, that's what this one I found on 24-7 Sports says. University of Hartford dropping from NCAA D1 on heels of first men's March Madness appearance. Mm. So I can see why the basketball team would. Well, I mean, I still don't understand it because, I mean, these Some student people care athletes about aren't directly going to be. Yeah, I mean, that, that shocks me. All right. uh, if our generation, like, if these group of students right now uh, – really think that for their school <laughs> i mean respect I to them but okay, that's really seriously. why they care the school said that decision comes after a year of discussing the study of the current athletics model and several alternatives oh they ain't trying to pay nobody that's what it sounds like to me that's what, so what it is me. It? all right it's an intercollegiate athletics has long been an inter- integral part of university of hartford the University of Hartford student experience, and that will not change, said the University of Hartford Board of Regents Chair David Gordon. At the same time, a move to D- Division Three will allow the university to further strengthen the academic, academic co, uh, quick something, co-curricular and wellness experience for all students. While we know this decision will disappoint some members of our community, we remain confident this shift is best for the long-term interest of the institution and all its students. So this is. Um... That was a whole bunch of nothing right there that, exactly. that, that I heard. And exactly. And this is a topic I want to talk about maybe the next time we record, because there's people I can get on, maybe, you know, even be on a guest spot on this, or I can go to my sources, just to get more information. But like I said, being from the background of a D3 school, I do know there are there are probably good financial reasons to do this because I know um, LaGrange College kind of made a move like this. They were never D1, and I don't think D2 either, but they were able to move from junior to D3 because of football, I believe. And I think I read that too. That's why Hartford wants to do it, so they can bring football back because they don't have a football team currently, I would believe. So, uh, yeah, and maybe that too, trying to save money. Oh, they're just trying to save money because see, they see the writing on the wall that D1 athletes will start getting a little get a little money soon. Mm-hmm. So they're like, ah, right, let's get out of here before it happens to us. That's, oh, so that's you what think I'm it's hearing. gonna be that. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. That's that's my current theory. And okay, this is what one of the basketball players said. So I can't believe it's even a question after the last four years in our program's history. I'm in awe the president completely discredited with me and many other sacrifices for the school. I really hope it's all just talk, but I don't know what to think. So Basically, like they put a lot of work in to make that program matter in D one, and be something that you know you can be like a little a little fake you know important firm D one. Like ah, let's go D three. Let's mm-hmm. just go all the way down. 
So I, I, get, I get why the athletes are. I get why the athletes be upset about that. Yeah. D three school. I'm gonna be watching uh, field hockey highlights. Yeah. No offense, field hockey players, but it's field hockey. Anybody watch field hockey? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to do yeah. more research and talk to my, uh, you know, D3 people who are plugged in and know those type mm-hmm. of things. Because I know there are benefits and there are, are actual, I think, sort of legalities around it, too. Because even though they're making this decision, it could be something, too, where maybe they're scaling in a few years to where they know they can't even meet D1 expectations or standards. So they have to drop. I don't know. But um, I just thought it was interesting knowing that this wasn't currently affecting the student athletes. I just wanted to get your thought on it. Let me see what tuition the tuition rate is here. That's what I want to know. That's really what I, I wonder what the tuition number is. We can go to the next headline while I find this. Bet. This school sounds like it's expensive. Well, it's in Hartford, Connecticut, so I would think it probably is. So I bet that tuition rate is going down. When what's the student D3. population? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see that yet. I'm on the official school website, Hartford.edu. I'm about to look this up too. I'm gonna look up their student body. College websites love make you click five things just to find the uh, the fees. Yeah. <laughs> like, just show me the money, bro. That's all I need to know is how much it's gonna cost. Well, forty thousand dollars. Average cost after aid, 30K. So it's pretty much, um, it's a private university. With a 3% increase in the next year. Mm. It's 40,000 for 2021. 41,000 for 2122. 40,000? Hold on, hold on. But that's, that's just like the, the tuition total, all right? We add in room and board and room, we add in room, board, support fees. Registration fees, technology fees, $58,238. I bet that number ain't going down when they when they go to D3. So their undergrad enrollment is 4,700 students, almost 4,800. That's hard to compete with. $8,000. Can you imagine? Is that a Tesla? How much is a Tesla? Yeah, but you gotta you gotta think though too. Like, if you looked up Lagrange Colleges right now, it's gonna say around the same thing. But nobody actually. Yeah, Lagrange College is also ridiculous. Yeah, LaGrange yeah, but nobody actually pays existed. that though. I pay. I know all I paid in my school. It was right around that number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my number didn't go down much. I think my number went down like three thousand. Didn't help. Not I didn't finish. <laughs> didn't mean anything. <laughs> so yeah uh good god that's an expensive school but yeah uh i'm sorry next headline uh the transition could save the department as much as 9.2 million dollars annually so it could save the athletic department 9.2 million dollars money move like i said always <laughs> that's a lot money. of money so always the money. so with their tuition they'll be all right yeah, they got the money to spend yeah they ain't broke Nobody plays broke better than colleges. <laughs> no, that's true. No, that's true. They're great at it. And coming from a D3 private school. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Enough said. All right. Next headline. Yes, sir. We'll see. It's maybe the last one. 
Oh, no. We got three more. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one makes me laugh. And I didn't get to read it either, so I don't know why. But Bob Baffert claims Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit is victim of cancel culture. <laughs> oh, the horse dude? Yeah. He failed a drug test, right? Yeah. He's a junkie. Because <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So I saw the headline and it was like, dude claims his horse is a victim of cancel culture. Yeah. And I was immediately out because I'm just out on anything that involves the word cancel culture. <laughs> and then I was, I had around the horn playing in the background and they was like, the man's horse tested positive for, for steroids. Like, and it was like, again, I was like, again. Yeah. It's like his seventh time, I think, that one of his what? horses. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. he's be wilding. He's be, yeah. he's be wilding with horses. Oh, the the statement though, the the press like statement mm-hmm. that he came out with before this cancel culture one. He you know his initial one. It was great. It yeah. had me convinced. I didn't know he was. I mean, but I was hearing it before I knew mm-hmm. this was the seventh mm-hmm. time. You know, one of his horses yeah. accused yeah. of this. But it was good. Yeah, that's, he, that's incredible. He was just like, what? I'm baffled. How could this happen? I'm outraged. We're going to launch a full investigation. I don't know how it's going <laughs> to. Yo, is- they said he gets to, they say he gets to choose the doctor that they test the next sample with. Oh, really? I'm like, how, what is, what's going on in a horse race where you get to choose your doctor? How does that work? Y'all got that much trust over there? Yeah. Like, what's, cancel coach. They canceled the horse. Just incredible. It's All right, I got to see story. why he blamed it on cancel culture. Let's see. Um, what do you keep wanting their testing? Okay, so uh, CBS News asked him, how do you overcome the perception that Bob Baffert cheats? Because he did say in this pref- press conference, he spoke, <laughs> spoke about himself in the third person at the ending, and he said okay. – uh, he said something about um, Bob Baffert is good for this sport or something like that. But um, so how do you overcome the perception that you cheat? And he said, unfortunately, when you keep winning and they're testing and it's one of those things where we just worked hard. OK, I don't know what that means. Um, it means nothing. Yeah. I have no That's idea. What you say why for a human. That's what a lion. That's what a lion human on steroids is. You lie for the horse. So he's claiming um, he's claiming the test was contaminated. Mm. Yeah. Because they the only like um, little bit of foothold he has in this is because, of course, is they do pre-race drug tests and post-race yeah, and drug post, tests. Yeah, so, yeah. of course, he yeah. cleared the pre-race drug test. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And he's saying, like, there's many different ways, like, something that the horse could have done like between then and now or whatever that could have contaminated mm-hmm. it. I love, I love that we're just saying the horse was out here wilding on its own and yeah. got, into the, got into the bad stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was a bad batch of hay, man. It was a bad batch of hay. <laughs> got Bojack Horseman out here. Got a junkie. Right. Exactly. I went out thoroughly tested. So in the UFC, right? Because guys take all these random supplements that they shouldn't be taking. They are, some of them aren't smart enough to read like what's banned and what's not. Yeah. They'll take a supplement and they'd be like, nah, this whole supplement was this, this it was a contain, contaminated supplement. What USADA will do is reference that supplement that you bought, like find the find the batch of container it came out of uh-huh. and go test that batch to see if it if it's registered on there. <laughs> if it doesn't, you're out of here. But if it does, you get cleared. Oh. Whether you did it or not. Yeah. 
you get cleared just because this the batch was tainted. It's really funny out. It's really crazy. It's a really crazy I game. Like so that. they gotta go. So they have to go trace a bale of hay back to see why this horse tests positive. I guess something like that. <laughs> he said he could have. Um, they can lick a wall. They can do it just so easy now a that wall? when they're testing at these levels, it's ridiculous. So apparently, it's like a, a higher level of testing <laughs> where he said they can lick a wall. Yeah. A cocaine. Bob Baffert. Yeah. Bob, exactly. Bob Baffert. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. I just love that he referred to himself in the third person. Yeah, that's always special. But this Bob guy, special move. he looks like a mix between Ric Flair, Trump, and not say those two. <laughs> you see him? <laughs> that's the list. That's the list. <laughs> you see him? <laughs> what is, oh, my bad. I was, I was looking uh, for something. Oh, no, you're right. Oh, yeah. I see a little Bob Craft there, too. Oh, yes, that's exactly it. That's a little Bob Craft. Yeah, it's a little yeah. Craft. Yeah. Uh, Trump Flair, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, prayers for Medina Spirit that she doesn't get canceled anymore. Um, right. Next headline. Right. <laughs> Trout. So, Yahoo. Yahoo Sports Trout says he broke down over Pujols' departure from the Angels. So, if anybody doesn't know, Albert Pujols was released from the Angels because he's old and makes way too much money for his performance. But um, it was the last year too. Yeah, this is last year. Like they held on. Yeah. So before we even get into the subline, do you have any thoughts on that? in general because it's the reports have been back and forth some people say it's been really ugly in the past 24 Mm. hours how that all went down and then some people like joe madden came out and said no those are rumors it wasn't it didn't go all down like that because apparently there was screaming blah blah blah. joe Joe madden's with the angels yeah he's the he's the manager i i knew he wasn't in chicago but i didn't know where he went yeah i forgot he was with the angels until today (laughs) when i read that oh oh man oh man um, I didn't have much thoughts on it. I just feel like I was thinking about like all these long contracts in baseball, and I feel like all of them are gonna end this way. Like yeah. every single one of them. These exactly. Should be surprised. Contract. Yeah, unless you like get it while you're super young. Like I think um Tatis and um like Machado's still pretty young, right? Mm-hmm. So those might not end this terribly. But yeah. for the other guys, like it's, this pretty much gonna be the, the blueprint, it's gonna end really badly. Mm-hmm. Um you're gonna be, you know, removed. Yeah, at the end of your last couple of years because you're just not good anymore. You don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to Pujols, man. His legacy was great. He was—I felt like he was never ever was what the Angels expected from him at any point, right? Like, no, I, he never, he never was. He never got. He, he never was able to up to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't awful, but he still—it was a it was a struggle drop. It yeah. was, yeah, yeah. It was dramatic, yeah. um, or drastic. Um, yeah. I mean, but. Look, I forgot Albert Pujols was still even in the league until all this news <laughs> came out. And so I thought, okay, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. kind of disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, he's a legend or whatever. But Albert Pujols right now is so forgettable, and he's on the most forgettable team there is, is that 
I forgot the man was a cardinal in the first place. Like he's been there for so long. It's been nine years ago. Yeah. And he's been so non-existent that I forgot the man even came from a different team. I thought he's just been chilling with the angels the whole time. I thought he was on the 2002 Mike Sosha (laughs) angels when they made it to the world series against Barry Bonds and the giants. Like, that's how That's yeah, forgettable this guy's second yeah. half of his career has been. But look, Albert Pujols, if he really is mad about this, and if it does go down, if, if it did go down like all these reports are saying and it got really ugly and nasty, look, man, you just need to know, like, it's time to walk away and just be happy that they even – they could have gotten rid of you two, three years ago, you know, and you're still going to make all this money either way. So I get it. It's kind of disrespectful. You're, you're a future Hall of Famer, but at the same time – you are in no yeah. position to help this um, team win right now. Yeah, and I think part of him is probably – I think he's probably he, – he knows he hasn't been good, right? Yeah. But I think it's probably this thing where you're just alleging you're like, oh, let me go out of my – you want to go out on your own terms? Yeah. You know, but sometimes your own terms aren't the terms you need to read. Sometimes exactly. your terms aren't the terms and conditions, Yeah. you know? Sometimes the TOS is not, not yeah. suited for you. So don't tell, gotta, don't tell Tim Tebow that. Right. And he, yeah. yeah, he doesn't understand that at all. Yeah. But yeah, like, Pujols, I mean, I hate it for him, but it, this is the only, it was the only way, man. They can't keep. Yeah, they probably exactly. look at it like, man, we want to keep putting you through this. You're just yeah. taking up a roster spot. Like, you're not contributing anything. So, you know, I'm I do wish him the best. I mean, go get go get to the Hall of Fame, bro. You're going to be in the Hall of Fame, I think, right? He's Hall of Fame. Yeah, right? he'll, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's got so, 700 or almost 700 home runs. He's a career. Yeah. 300 hitter, I just think. Go. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm more mad at – I mean, really, I think the Angels – I think they just got mad at themselves and took it out on Albert and said, get out of here. I can't look at you anymore because we're pretty much been looking at a mistake in the eyes for nine years now, and I can't live with myself anymore, and they're about to off themselves. Um, yeah, but the reason – Oh, go ahead. My bad. I was going to say, I shout out to baseball where you can have, like, the best player in the sport and just be a waste of a franchise. Exactly. Exactly. You, and, escape, you get to escape it because it's baseball. And you pretty much just led me into what I was about to say. So the reason why I put this headline out yeah. instead of the whole headline of, you know, Albert Pujols being cut anyways, yeah. is because I'm even more mad when I'm more mad about than Pujols taking all that money and not doing anything and apparently throwing a fit. The Angels even making this, this decision and even putting themselves in this position in the first place. I'm way more mad about the fact that Trout, Mike Trout, the supposed best player in the league right now who's playing ridiculous and could be the face of the whole league, he decides the only time he's ever going to show emotion is when Albert Pujols gets kicked from the team. Who cares, bro? Like, who cares? Like, you should be more concerned about winning. And this is the only time you're going to be – concerned or show any type of emotion no i'd rather see a bat flip he can't affect he can't affect when i would have seen bat flips i, I love bat flips i don't know what my trout looks like still to this day he's an eagles fan but the, the <laughs> one of the best i mean one of the best and a lot of people are saying yeah yeah like, right now but yet the most the boring would, yeah, player yeah. ever yeah. For sure. show more sure. emotion, i was reading things about him yeah, I feel like he's probably been there so long and seeing them fail so much. He's just like, I, there's nothing I can do here at this point. I'm just going to. That does make me wonder, it. how long has he been with the Angels now? I mean, the whole career, but. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good minute. Let's see. When, when he comes to the league, Mike Trout's 29. 
Is he really 29? Yeah, I thought That's he was younger crazy. than that. That's really crazy. The Jersey kid. Uh, so he's been in the league since 2011. He's with them since 2011. Okay. Was that his major league debut? Um, let me see. He was drafted in 2009, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, 2011. He only played 40 games. So his, full, his first full season kind of was 2012. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yo, I'm looking at his – yo – you said eight times over Slugger, bro? Yeah. He got three MVPs? Yeah. I respect that about baseball, bro. That's one thing I respect about baseball is that your team can be sorry, but we will recognize you for being really, really good. Yeah. You know, it's not much of a, what have you done for this team? It's a, no, nah, he's really good. They're just, you have to understand they're terrible. Yeah. And baseball has the numbers to back it up. Yeah, you know, well, that's why I like yeah, about baseball. that is the great yeah. thing about baseball. It's such an analytics game. You can figure out every little thing. <laughs> yeah, you can. You, you can know just, whose fault it is. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can know exactly whose fault it is. So, exactly. So that's what I like about baseball. But yeah, Mike, try to get yourself to a winner. Man, I be wanting to help. I be wanting. To, I be feeling bad when I play the show. I want to go to the to the Angels to help Mike Trout, but they seem to be so sorry. I'm like, I'm not doing this to myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's not working out for nobody. I'm good, dude. In a yeah, he's batting 370 this year, and nobody's batting 370 this year, man. Everybody's in the 270s if they're yeah, lucky. The, gracious, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just wish you'd show more emotion than don't waste your ounce of emotion that you have that you're capable of expressing on Albert Pujols. You can spend it on something much, worth much more. Both the way. <laughs> man, he probably dubbed Albert coming in, man. Like, oh, well, he probably guy. did. I mean, yeah. Albert was the yeah, go. You know what I'm saying? I did figure that. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not here yeah. for it. I understand <laughs> your point. I understand your point. Yeah. I'm going to let you rock. I'm going to let you rock. I just wanted to get that out there. So, yeah. We got one more? <laughs> yeah. One more. All right. Okay, um, I have a bonus headline for you after this one. Bet. Bet. Yes. Well, this is Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. And this was today. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers rumors. Packers have made significant long-term contract offer. Interesting. I don't know what the contract offer is. Interesting. I'm about to look it up. Did it come with an apology letter? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Maybe that was just the <laughs> offer. Please come back, bro. Um, actually, I can give you my headline now because it ties oh, into that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, one Devontae Adams says it on Fox Sports Radio. This is via Sports Center, via Fox Sports Radio, because he said on Fox Sports Radio, but Sports Center put the graphic out on Twitter um, about Aaron Rodgers potentially leaving Green Bay. Quote, it would change a lot. Doesn't mean potentially I'd be gone, but I definitely have to do some extra thinking if my guy wasn't here. Hmm. I like this play. Mm-hmm. This is this is the players. He's Rodgers' boy play. right here. Yeah, and this is the player has been like, look, make this right with Aaron please yeah because <laughs> we all we don't want to be here also what's this about Jordan Love nobody has faith in him <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like yeah it's like look bro they're like what about Love look bro Aaron need to be here we need yeah. Aaron <laughs> yeah this is a situation for the Packers man. it's a mess and that's that's such a shorter turnaround though than they wanted for Jordan Love right. to start because they drafted right. him with the intentions of three, four, five years, but mm-hmm. not the one year turnaround. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were not prepared for this. Yeah. 
Uh, and this is the era we don't we ain't giving dudes three years to be sorry and learn on the bench anymore. That that no. time is gone. Yeah, you need to be ready to go. Yeah, you need to be ready to go, dog. We in year two. We still got questions. We are we are not happy. Exactly, bro. Like we're we're out here talking about Tua. Like the Dolphins needing to make a move now. Decide on Tua or not? Same, like, bro. <laughs> the dude had half a year. Half a year on one coming leg. off a broken hip. Exactly. He broke his hip. But they're like, and, and then now that, this is the setup to see whether Tua is going to be the QB. Right. Right. And I'm and you're saying someone who was questioned. I was, you know, I'm somebody who was questionable of Tua going into the league anyway. Mm-hmm. From jump before the injury, so I'm like, y'all can't just man. And I'll, even I'm like, y'all can't just man off a year with a broken hip. Yeah, he broke his hip. <laughs> but we don't play anymore. They, they kill him. Nope, nope, nope. This is the, this is judgment year. So apparently, Rogers has been involved in the contract talks for Rappaport, but he hasn't been willing to sign a deal, even though some of some of what has reportedly been offered to him has been historic. Really. So I think he's he about to just be, get paid. He's about to get paid. He's about to massively get paid. Or maybe he's he might be done done. If he was done done, he wouldn't be in contract hogs. It depends on how petty you want to be about it. That is that is true. That is true. Let's, and I think he may be on. making petty moves. So let's play astrology real quick, Levi. Okay. <laughs> Let me see what month Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was oh, born God. in the month of December. Okay, what's this? What sign is December? I have no idea. Is that Taurus? No, I'm t- Taurus is May. I'm a Taurus. Oh, oh. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sag- Sagittarius. Um, here we go. Cancer. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's it. November twenty third to December twenty first. He is a Sagittarius. Aren't they so, pretty? Uh, you don't want to mess with them. I don't think. Well, I'm glad you asked, Levi, because this is of course this is the one. The second thing on Google is what is a Sagittarius personality like? Hmm. What does it this say? See Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' disposition. <laughs> right now. Okay, right. This is this is from purewow.com. Sagittarius. Oh, they have a nice purple stone. Um, okay. These are all words I don't understand. Um, okay. Sagittarius, best traits. Sagittarius, Sagittarians, that's their citizenship, mm. Sagittarians. Mm. Optimistic, lovers of freedom, hilarious, fair-minded. This it's loading so many things. I lost the thing. It's loading so many things at once. Yeah, that pop ups everywhere. This is a Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood's the sponsor for body armor. I just learned that through this pop up. Ah, um, hilarious, fair minded, honest, and intellectual. Mm. So, I would describe Aaron as pretty fair minded and honest and intellectual. Yeah, I would too. Um, optimistic. I don't know about the optimistic no, thing. I would not. I feel like football ruined that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like Aaron. He's in his head all the time. He's thinking a lot for sure. Yeah. All right, here's Sagittarians, Sagittarius' worst traits. At the worst, Sagittarians get bored and easily move on, earning the reputation of being the biggest commitment phobes in the Zodiac. Mm. If you want someone to stir the pot and then walk away, call an unevolved mm. Sagittarius. Mm. And because they love to pontificate but don't always do the work. <laughs> oh, well, mm. that's, that doesn't describe Aaron. Their grand insights can be a little unresearched and shallow. Hmm. I think Rogers so, is a little shallow at times, so it's not a far off. You don't like Aaron though. That's the thing. I'm torn on Aaron. Some days I like him, like some him. days I don't. Cause you you held up that thing about him and that alleged thing with him and his family. No, well, it's not just that. It's not just yeah. that. I think for a long time he has I think he's a little uh egotistical and arrogant at times. But hey, I mean he's Aaron Rodgers. Oh. He, 
us, so I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, He's for sure got an ego. He's for yeah. sure has an ego. If he didn't have an ego, he would have yeah. accepted the backup. He would have accepted Jordan Love being drafted and not done anything. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do, is it just – I think it's just me, but when people put themselves out there, kind of like Aaron has when it comes to being – because I'm not saying the dude's not intellectual or he's not into other things or stuff like that, but I feel like – every time he gets put on some of these platforms or like people talk about him, like, Oh, you know, the dude's enlightened or whatever. And we're supposed to clamor to his every word and view it as genius see, and wisdom. And it's like, all right, let's chill. He's see, no, to me, what being, to me, what being intellectual means is just that you read a lot and you like have a level of self awareness and understanding of things. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean to say anything smart per se, because I don't believe in intellectuals personally. Like I, don't, I think some people say smart things, people say dumb things. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe like intellectuals like, oh, you're gonna give me this grand advice and change the way I view the world. Yeah, no, I think I think yeah, I think Aaron's like pretty well read and understands things, understand the world from, from a certain perspective. Yeah. But like for that's what I look at intellectual as though. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? That's for like me personally. No, well that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I think he is intellectual. I'm just saying, I think it's yeah, what's yeah. that combined with sort of the arrogance and the, I don't know. I, I don't know him. I, I'm just saying just from like some of the things I've seen in interactions, yeah. like that's just yeah, how yeah. it comes off to me, but Hey, I'm not a judge. Yeah. Yeah. People. No, I think he has the ego for sure. But yeah. like, I think every quarterback has an ego, mm-hmm. like all of them. No, oh, yeah. Of you got, I think, I think he speaks a little, he's yeah. I think Aaron doesn't do quarterback speak, which makes him stand out more. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't do the traditional, like, Oh, well, you know, we're going to play really hard with Team A. Like, Aaron will go to the press conference and be like, I don't know, maybe I will be here next year, maybe I won't be. He'll just go say some stuff like that. Yeah. And just not have anybody feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's, that's what Aaron does. Yeah. But, yeah. um, I wish Green Bay – I actually don't wish Green Bay the best of luck. I wish Aaron the best of luck. I don't care about this Green Bay. Mm-hmm. If he goes to Oakland, though, um, I got nothing for him. If you go play with John Green, I got nothing for you, bro. But if it happens to you out there, it's, it's, uh, that's on you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's on you. <laughs> I, I, I think, too – um. Which I mean, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's just me not. I would just just wish he would handle some things better because I think he is somebody too. He rides the highs when there are highs. So it's like, I don't know. It was last year or two years ago when they beat the. I mean, they always play the Bears, but they beat yeah. the Bears and it looked like they really improved their defense. And you see him on the sideline. He's just smiling the whole time. And at the end of the game, he's dapping his coaches up. Uh, and Wait, is that that game four. where he seemed uh like? They gave him the good pills that they gave. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, it was, that game? it was the first game of the season. They gave him the, I don't know what you're talking about. They gave him the good pills. goods. They yeah, gave him the know. good goods. And he, was, he was doing a really weird interview after the game. He was, like, super happy. No, nah, I mean, this was, like, first game of the season. Like I think it was early. I think he got, got hurt or something because Khalil Mack tried to murder him again. Oh, well, I mean, this is him on the sideline, yeah. and, like, they won, and uh, he said it in the post-game press conference, but you can see he's like, we got a defense. This is awesome. Like, yeah, I'm really excited, blah, blah, blah. And then halfway through the season, when the defense hasn't held up like it we thought it would, and he was struggling because he was losing some guys, like, he, he's just not the guy who – he's not got, He's not the positive, like, leader who's going to come in no matter what. Like, everything could be falling apart, and you're still going to have those guys who come in It's like, positive and all that i feel like he just sinks into it like when things are bad he just like yeah you know it's whatever and he just complains about it and lets other people know he's not happy about it so i, I would just this, wish I my quarterback would just take a more optimistic approach on things oh you like optimism see I, you know i'm not optimistic I'm not yeah optimistic yeah guy. exactly that's why i kept saying this is my opinion because i know <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, coming yeah. at it from the same yeah. uh no. perspective yeah. as i am 
Can you enable screen sharing right from the from the Zoom meeting? So yeah, I can. Share I can. This video with you? Okay, do it real quick. Uh, so I can share this. I want you to see this this Aaron video. All right, you should be able to share. Okay, there we go. Uh, hold on, let me put these other Safari links. I've never used screen share before. I haven't either. This is this is a brand new experience for everybody yeah. involved. Make sure I close my email though. Lord have mercy. That would didn't nobody see that. <laughs> I get enough spam emails. Um, okay, let's go with this one. Let's guess this. Let's guess that one. Do you see anything? No. Oh. No, I don't see anything. I oh mean, crap! I gotta go to Zoom and allow it to do it too. Ah. Uh, really? Okay. Never mind. So I can't do it. I was gonna have to. Send, I was have to. I was have to play it from my phone, and you, you can. Hear or it. you want to send it to or. Oh, I can put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Try, yeah, give me the yeah, link yeah, in the yeah. chat and I'll... Yeah. See it? Let's see. Who's it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go. Cool. Let me see if I can... Uh... Oh. Can you hear it? I can hear it on my end. Okay, let me see if I can yeah. share the screen real quick. All right. Look at this learning zone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me... <laughs> All right, can you see it? Yes, I see you. Sorry, it said you started screen sharing. Oh, here we are. Where? Yeah. It, did, it wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let me share the screen until I quit Zoom and open it back up. Oh, really? <laughs> that's not convenient. Yeah, like, that's not convenient for the show. Oh, like we got little boxes on the side here. That's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he is glazed. Yeah, that's what- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys smoked that game. I think he went out and came back off the happies. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> I have no idea what he just. <laughs> He's really laboring through this. Yeah. All right, so I want to yeah. say that um, <laughs> he he got better towards the end, but really we're not where I really couldn't understand him. Whatever they gave him, oh wait, let me. Sorry, YouTube started playing. You good? Oh yeah, yeah. that autoplay gets you every time. Yeah, 
All right, but what he sounded like halfway through that interview, whatever they've been, yeah. given, whatever they gave him for that game is whatever they force-fed Brett Favre for the last ten years of his career because he sounded exactly like Brett Favre during that interview. Like, <laughs> he was out of there, bro. Like, that was that was week one. That's why I, that's the first thing I thought when he said week one. He was super happy. That's the first video that came to mind. That was a week one game. That was yeah. the week one night game. Yeah, yeah. that's not yeah. the one I was referring to. No, oh, he was a uh, fully. My favorite part is that one. Favorite part is when he goes, "I felt some minute." I couldn't walk on it. Like, what? <laughs> well, when she said the look in your That's eyes, it was like, yeah, there's yeah. definitely a look in his eyes. <laughs> That's a great way. That's a great way to describe your injury. Where, yeah. Where's the pain? I felt something in it. And <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was, that was special. That was special. Well, was that uh, the last headline? Was yeah. That it? Yeah. Right, it wasn't quite right. 10. I think I was like eight or nine, something like that. All right, it's cool. We got to see some, you know what I'm saying? As oh, yeah. always, we working fine some things. Oh, last last thing, Levi. Um, as you know, we had a carrier conversation in my house. Yes. Right, in the household, you know, had family and had carrier competition. I, I was the champion. You have the performance uh, recorded. It is recorded. I don't. I personally have the video, but I will have the video very soon. Well, well, you, As you can see you, to the golden microphone of victory. That I want. Uh, which yes, yes. made? Uh, a website online. Nice. I made. <laughs> got it made for like fifteen dollars. Oh, nice. It's like four. Nice. <laughs> it was mad cheap. I was that's, like, these are this cheap. What yeah, are trophies? <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's yes. Pretty yes. Price. But um. Right. Yeah, can you? Is there any way you can get that to me tonight? Because uh, when we sign off here, try. man, this can be the yeah. outro. We can have your performance as the outro. I can try. I have a clip of one of my performances. Bet. You well, I mean, whichever one you, yeah. you want on okay. there. Because yeah. I can yeah, put yeah. two dif- different ones. I can put one yeah. different for the video and one different for the podcast. Right. And, you know, like, I don't want to catch no copyright claims for music because, you know, the NBA hit us with one. No, music don't play. Oh, yeah. Because I for yeah. sure. I for sure did a did a power ballad that would get us for a very someone's gonna be very litigious and we'll, get right at us. We'll be sure we can do like yeah. I'll yeah, definitely put sure. it on the podcast. That'd be up. Yeah. And on the future thing, the thing we can't tell them about, you mm-hmm. know, be up there because you know it's just private. So oh okay. You know, yeah. We can get away with it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. but yeah. So yeah, I just want to make sure everyone knew I I won the first golden trophy of golden microphone of victory. Yes. This is a, this is our first official competition, so this is gonna become an annual tradition with the trophy. So nice. I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to get the. You remember in the NCAA football when you won three in a row, you get the mm-hmm. the, the three footballs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm building the three mic trophy next. <laughs> three mic well, I mean, can we start making the major uh, karaoke night a? Uh, we can make it not the experts event. Oh, it's for sure gonna be yeah yeah the pri- be- the private family one is gonna stay the private family one. But we would definitely bring this to the people. Oh, bet. Yeah, bet. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bet. One of these, one of these local spots, hook us up. Mm-hmm. Let us, you know what I'm saying? Let us, let us run things a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be lit. But yeah, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Once how, again. how how do you think N10 went? I think it went well. I think we got to work on some tightening things a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, up yeah a little bit. Sure. But that's about yeah. it though. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's got potential. It's for for the first one that we didn't really, you know, we had really we had pl- we had talked about it. We hadn't really plotted it out fully yeah you know what i'm saying i think we're well i think we're gonna get better as always you think know what so too. yeah okay. i want to say a special shout out to billy gill you know oh yeah yeah guillermo all I'm right sure. um you all see that later okay yeah 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 we'll, i was gonna we'll, say are you gonna put the full video up too i think so okay i think so yeah 
Yeah, I was you, gonna you say think, that. You think I should yes the whole video up? Yeah, just put it like on uh, yeah. Facebook or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank yeah. you all for listening. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. Peace out, everybody.